Fusion and John Judah. <laughs> You're as good as they say you are. Syndicated worldwide to bring real black radio back to the masses. All right, everybody, one, two, one, two. What's going on? You're now in tune to another session of the Syndicated Worldwide Fusebox Radio broadcast, bringing the balance back to black radio each and every single week with a mix of old and new school tunes, news, and commentary. Doing it up since 1998. Whether it's on your favorite um, internet radio station, FM dial, cultural website, and of course, podcast application. You got myself in the music and commentary mix, DJ Fusion. We also have my bro on the other side who does the same thing with the show. Let me have him go on ahead and introduce himself. Yes, indeed, ladies and gentlemen, all praises to the Most High God. God is, was, and forever shall be. Yes, indeedy, and we're glad you're back. We're glad you're back to join us. Of of the souls of the fuse box, we're glad that everyone is coming back, and uh, we thank you very much. Thank you very much. A little bit of release from the day-to-day and all the bullshit that's coming away. So, you know, Fusion, what's going on? Um, doing, doing mostly okay, even though there's definitely some stuff we got to talk about in the commentary, which we'll get into, um, soon and whatnot. Always glad to be able to, A, just be around in general, and, um, B, being able to do this show. Um, this month is actually 22 years, folks, I've, um, done the show to this original, um, foundation over up in New Jersey at Rutgers U Radio. So um, it's definitely cool to have um, this be some kind of constant through definitely the various parts of life's ups and downs. And of course, thanks to everybody who listens in and um, checks us out. It has us be um, some part of your day, Um, whether it's just being able to let go with, you know, some of the stuff that we talk about and maybe you're not able to have that outlet to talk about it or express things a certain way. Or just being able to, you know, listen to some jams for a minute and, you know, as um, the Black Hawks said, block out some of the nonsense and bullshit of the world for a moment and what have you and everything in between. Um, quick promo spill before we get into talking about some stuff since there is um, definitely things to talk about um, this week. And um, we had to sit down and be like, we got to align and talk about some of this stuff this time you know, with the various ups and downs of life and corona and all that mess um fuseboxradio.com is our official website f-u-s-e-b-o-x-r-a-d-i-o.com um black radio will back is being revamped i'm hoping to launch it by the end of the month um folks like finally like it has been in in the works but they're just you know perfectionist streak i think that's kind of blocking me off but such is life um what was i about to say oh for people who've been asking about the live streaming portion because um I have been testing it out in terms of like the live video streaming. Something is coming up with that pretty soon. I'm just locking down various stuff business wise because I hate to be that person, but you can't let out certain things early in the world, you know, 
in terms of like branding and other types of stuff. But um, that is coming on an official basis soon. In the meantime, if you're on our social media, which, you know, just about all of it into a Fusebox Radio, except our Facebook page, which is um, facebook.com slash Fusebox Radio Show. Um, y'all will see like, you know, announcement and stuff when I'm like doing um, test mixes and everything on it. So y'all can get a vibe of what people are um, going to be attempting to do. But um, that is coming in the mix. Um, we are going to be doing it the legitimate way via the folks of Mixed Cloud Live. So besides us having a good platform, um, what we play will also be getting royalties and stuff to the music artists who we play. So, you know, people around here, you know, want to be legit and want to be about their cause and all that. So that is coming through the um, pipeline. Um, that and speaking of, that's going to probably be the main events we're doing for a minute because, you know, the way the music and entertainment business is going to be for a second um a lot of stuff probably ain't even going to really be popping off till the earliest until the fall so um when things do come up and get back to that version of creative outlet of normalcy again we will definitely let folks know what's up in the meantime y'all will have some live streaming stuff going on soon just you know just to let out a let loose a little bit and you know see the fuse box radio folks legitimately in action with um what they do and being able to see our pretty faces. So just to let you guys know that. Um and I think on that end, that is about it at the moment. Um let's get into talking about some of these news things and um situations and what have you. And um before we get into the big um, meat of the stories, because I think all this type of stuff is going to be tying into each other, um, I got to give a definitely a rest in peace to um, Jimmy Cobb. He was the drummer behind Miles Davis's Kind of Blue. Oh, okay. Yeah, he, he passed away at 91 from um, lung cancer in NYC. He was the last surviving member of Miles Davis's, um, one of his, like, what people call Miles Davis's first grade sextet and okay. whatever so you know kind of blue is where a lot of people know his drumming style or um whatever the most that he did like a whole lot of work um with miles davis but um he also did work with folks like you know if, if you're a jazz person like you know cannonball adderley earl bostick dinah washington um you know the list goes on and on and on and you know, if besides being a jazz person, if you're a hip hop head, you have heard these drum beats and stuff before. No doubt. And other stuff gets sampled. So, you know, we, we got to salute these folks who are foundational. You know what I mean? So definitely, you know, prayer, condolences, and strength to um, his family, friends, and those who are fans. And, um,. With um, certain things that are happening, I think it all ties into the big, oh, also, I almost forgot. Um, for those who are DC Metro peoples and what have you, um, former WPGC radio personality Tony Rez passed away. We don't know what the reason was at the moment. I remember hearing the brother on air. Um, I can't say that I was personally close to him, but you know, I know people who were in um, his circles and whatnot, and they were like, they're like, he was, you know, a good dude and whatnot. He was definitely known a lot for his work with the um, local go-go community here and all that. So um, definitely, you know, RIP to him and um, similar condolences 
as well. Um, I always mention these things, especially with contemporaries, because and it's kind of sad when even had to say this, but sometimes you can be around very talented people who aren't very good people. So when you have cats who are known for being quality people on top of using their creativity to inspire and help others, especially in the realms of the music world where, you know, you're letting literally a part of you out to almost in certain ways, maybe exercise your own demons, but let's help out other people just be able to escape for a moment. Some of the ups and downs of life, you know, that has to be appreciated. So, um, yeah, definitely condolences um to both cats. And maybe not even I should say exercise demons, but just let out certain emotions. You can let out good and bad emotions with your creativity. Yeah. And um what have you. And um I think sometimes people sleep on that when people look at the works of the creatives on stuff and um what they're doing. And um speaking of that, um I know a lot of folks have been looking at the versus um, situations and whatnot lately in terms of the performances and all of that, which um, first and foremost, you know, I know I, I'll clown on various things or whatever, because I mean, some stuff happens, you, you know, you, you, there's certain stuff you, you do laugh at at life, but um, definitely shout out to all the artists who have participated in that so far and um, have given people, quite frankly, something else to do when, you know, these places that we tend to go out to to engage in certain stuff aren't popping right now. And um I just gotta shout out the um, Beanie Man and Bounty Killer um versus from the past weekend. I personally think in terms of general music, if we're not counting um like in terms of like the vibe that was there, I mean, you know, you had a Jill Scott Erica Badu, you had um when Baby Faith and Teddy Riley got their stuff together and now this one. I kind of like the aspect of when cats is like, you know, it's it's like playful. It's at best playful competition. It's not like a battle battle. You know what I mean? But um, I like the fact that you had these two, you know, brothers who had beef for quite a minute or whatever. Were able to get together and do it and, you know, kind of almost be like that um, semi-elder statesman for these younger dance hall cats with doing their thing and whatnot. Oh, no. And, um... Being one of the few people who were actually able to get good sound quality and stuff off all the way in Jamaica, because they did their joint in Jamaica. And um, all of that. And they, and they even had the cops try to shut down, and, the, and they were just there like, nah, you know, we're doing this for A, B, C, D, or E, and the cops bounced. And I don't know how many people know about Jamaican police. Like, you know, law enforcement can be garbage everywhere if they want to be at that extreme. But um, I do respect that, you know, that situation happened. It was handled smoothly. It wasn't like, you know, buck or whatever. It was like, you know, some grown some grown people steez. So I just wanted to um, go on ahead and shout that joke. Yeah, besides the fact that um, that was like my, 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 that's more, besides like the super old school reggae, that's kind of more my favorite um, era of reggae and dance hall. So it's kind of cool, you know, seeing those cats get together and, um, you know, do that joint. And also the cool thing about the versus joints is too, like you'll hear their little stories about how, you know, they came up with the songs or the environment or whatever. Yeah. So it's like a, it's like a cool mm-hmm. history lesson slash nostalgia type of thing. I think especially for people around um, my, my age range of Gen X mm-hmm. and what have you on up. So um just wanted to shout that joint out. And um yeah, let's definitely um get into some of this stuff. Um, throughout the past 22 years, folks have been doing, um, this show. One has, you know, seen a lot, experienced a lot and, um, all of that. 
um, as a person, as a media personality, via, you know, family, friends, loved ones, acquaintances, et cetera, and more. And one of the things that gets me sometimes with certain stuff is while I am an adult and I am also one who has had different types of life experiences, um, socioeconomically, politically, in terms of evolving to where I am right now and more, it bugs me out that certain bad things tend to always be a constant. Like I can literally go through the records and be like every few years, um, here is this big situation and all the stuff that has occurred from it when it comes to racial issues in America. And one of those things is the aspect of whether you call it police brutality, law enforcement overreach, or just how the system is, how certain stuff can go and, um, the after effects of it. Um, and in this case, during this past week, you had the, well, the, uh, before we um, recorded with, I was like, yeah, I will say it's about, been about the past week, maybe two weeks at best. We've had the situation where you had black people being killed by law enforcement for literally no reason whatsoever. And one of those cases was with Brianna Taylor. She was a young lady who was killed by the police in what is so far being talked about as a botched raid. Like they were trying to go on and get up in somebody's domicile thinking that they were going to do um, a drug raid or whatever. And her boyfriend who was in the house who they first tried to put charges on, but then they had to rescind them reacted like anybody else would react if somebody's just busting in your house. Cause they had a no um, knock warrant situation going on and you know they had a gun and were like coming out or whatever and she unfortunately was in bed and um ended up getting killed so there's going to be a natural righteous anger or whatever attached to that situation <clears throat> excuse me and this happened in Louisville, Kentucky. Um, the young lady was a 26-year-old um, black woman who was an um, EMT. And she got shot at least eight times because of this. So best case scenario, this was horrible um, mismanagement and incompetence. Worst case scenario, nobody cared. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because, you know, you're in, especially when you're in a state, because like in Maryland, I'm in a state, if somebody breaks into my domicile, I got the right to shoot them and do other because they break it into my domicile, you know, and Kentucky is definitely one of those type of states too. So you sit back and look at this, like she lost her life literally, literally for nothing, right? And with all of this type of situation going on you do have um <clears throat> excuse me people right now they're trying to go on ahead and get arrested for it but currently that hasn't happened yet they got um administrative um reassignment they tried to give the young man who was thinking he was protecting himself they almost tried to charge him with attempted murder of a police officer but how would you think that was attempted murder of a police officer you ain't know those, those were cops you know but um, again, that had to go on ahead and um, be disputed. 
the second case that um, we have going on, which I think has been the ultimate tipping point in terms of the current um, protest riots, etc., that is going on is the death of George Floyd. George Floyd was a black man in Minneapolis, Minnesota, who they said was, you know, the, the current narrative was that he was trying to pass a counterfeit bill and people came up and tried to arrest him and they have video of the man um being you know pushed down and whatever else but also at least one policeman had their knee on his neck and um he died now they're going to be dueling autopsies on this so far because personally i already think they're trying to get the fix in on this talking about that he died beforehand but it's like the way you have a whole bunch of grown men on one grown man but even before you talk about he had a knee on his neck you ain't supposed to be doing that that ain't the way to do certain things you know and this was like a 46 you know big healthy dude and you know it's it, it was an atrocious situation you you know look at the authenticity of the stuff or whatever it's whatever like the fact is a man is dead right now for again literally nothing like who gets arrested for carrying a counterfeit bill for one Two, you can have a you can get a counterfeit bill every day and not know it's a counterfeit bill and whatnot. Over, you know, at a Jordan's convenience store, the man was unarmed, handcuffed, so it wasn't like he was attacking people or whatever. And um, yeah, man, it's not the first time or the last time you have seen people go through this, and we're currently going through the process of it. Seems like folks are trying to vilify. Um, George Floyd in particular ways right now because he again he was a big you know brawny dude um, and all of that but he was just another person trying to live his life and instead of even trying to be like let's arrest the person and have them live like it's not in some of these people's minds that black people should just be able to live regardless of what they do their jobs how they live how they live or have lived and whatever else like we're about, I think, six years since um, Michael Brown in Ferguson. Um, where a few years passed when Philando Castile, in the same place of Minneapolis, um, was killed by the police trying to obey trying to obey their rules in terms of being there. Like I have A, B, C, D, E. Let me get something, and he got shot down and killed. We have seen so much video. We have seen so many protests. We have seen so much other stuff. <laughs> Like, again, it's, it's predictable and it's really sad that it's predictable, except the aspect of right now, especially when we're in the age of midst of a pandemic. I think a lot of folks have been locked in for a minute in terms of how they're used to doing stuff or whatever. I think everything just exploded um, from that. I think there is righteous anger. I am personally not mad at some of the rioting that has been going on and the targets of said rioting. Um, what I think is getting me right now with all of this is that we're still seeing people acting like history is a very clean and safe line. You know, like 
we have a lot of revisionist stuff happen when people talk about um, riots and anger and all of that, and especially in terms of how they want to police black anger and um, black feelings and stuff. We sit back and you always have the same fucking people talk about, well, you know, y'all should do stuff in this way to be peaceful. Y'all should do this type of thing to be heard. It hasn't really worked though. Even when we had the Freddie Gray situation, like, you know, people kind of had to get pissed before you actually had a cop get arrested. And right now they can't really have um the one on the video who knelt on um, George Floyd's neck um, be arrested. But so far with the lower charges of um, third degree murder, which is essentially a manslaughter-esque um, type of charge. Um, I think people need to stop trying to tell black folks that the best way that they can get progress is being nice to a moneyed Caucasian capitalist structure that it's going to be all good. It hasn't been all good, you know? That being said, I think the thing that always kind of bugs one out with riots is you see two kinds of people try to get into the riots trying to to escalate shit. You have outsiders from various communities come in there and they just kind of want to wreck shit and be like, you know, I was there, I did this civil rights-y type of thing, you know? And you have the people on the other side who are more dangerous, who are like, I'm going to get up in here, infiltrate the current righteous anger and protest, and try to accelerate shit to the point where it's going to become a warlike situation. And that could be internal government people, and that could also be outsiders who want to get their, you know, civil war fantasies jollies off and whatnot. And they try to delegitimize the anger and the actual righteous feeling that people are having in terms of, I've had enough, this is fucked up. When one sits back and looks at certain things, like, honestly, and I don't know if you've seen any of the um, recent um, television or internet coverage, um, there's a lot of folks already who are trying to, who are trying to flip this shit into something else. You know, like people, when we've had folks do these, you know, when, which also is a whole other thing, but when you had people doing certain protests because of feeling like saying that they were restricted, whatever, because of um Corona or whatever, those were people of a certain racial background and economic background, mostly this type of thing here, people almost feel comfortable knowing that this is how they feel black folks are going to react and this is how society is going to react in kind. Like, the mainstream news cycle this morning as we're recording, um, it's the end of May. Um, one of the things they showed in D.C. over and over again, literally six times in the hour when I was awake, was a busted window at a Gucci store talking about this is some of the destruction people have done. They didn't really talk about why people were doing it, though. They were just talking about, they, they almost like kind of waved off the protest. And a part of me is like, who gives a fuck about a busted window at a Gucci store when there are black folks who are dead and been dying who aren't necessarily getting news coverage because of abuse by a particular structure and particular system. But also, it's like, if you're looking at this type of thing in terms of that aspect, there's somebody who knows that that's the thing that people are going to look at. 
And, you know, I'll be that person on there right now. Um, when I've talked to various people on the ground or whatever, they're also pushing the thing in terms of there's a lot of outsiders who are the ones who are wrecking certain stuff. They're not just wrecking certain big target places. They're wrecking the local businesses that other people are like, we need to protect these people and these businesses. Like um, around Oakland and Seattle, for example, I have talked to people I know who've been around there and lived there who are just, they're like, they're outsiders who are destroying like black businesses, Native American businesses, and other institutional type of things, historical and otherwise, where they were just there like, if you actually gave a fuck, you know, you would destroy other things maybe, like the big places, but you wouldn't be hurting these places. There are certain systemic stuff that's happening for a reason. And I think people need to be very careful of that while holding on to their righteous anger and whatnot. I think people need to be very careful in terms of who they let in their groups and their cliques and their mindsets during this time. Because one of the things I think people have slept on is um, with all of this, people are using a lot of equipment that they supposedly had bought because they were worried about coronavirus riots. Like when you see the riot um, gear that people have, there was literally a big purchase the federal government made and they tried to use the coronavirus pandemic as an excuse saying that, you know, we're buying it to protect like veterans affairs facilities, government buildings, etc. So we're seeing a whole bunch of this stuff being fired. It's almost like people have been wanting to use this equipment on regular people and see what's going on. So there's like so much that's interconnected here with not just the core cost of this, of the killings, but also the aspect of, for the first time in, I think, certain people's lives, especially mainstream white Americans' lives, they've really been questioning this government being fucked up and hurting regular people of all stripes and colors. And I think that fucks with the government a tad bit too much. That fucks with various agendas a tad bit too much, you know? Because even with this, all this going on, look at the people who are kind of being quiet about stuff. You've had so-called stars yammer about everything, but they're not talking about this. Yeah, some of these cats talking about, you know, don't look out for your fellow man, do whatever, whatever. But, you know, when shit's hitting the fan and it's getting real, they're dead silent because they're trapped in this particular, or they feel trapped in um, keeping things going the way they want to go. You know, there's people who might know the world is fucked up, but if they feel that they're maneuvering okay in a fucked up world, they're not going to help out other people. And that's happened with the corona. It's happening right now with this um, particular situation, these protests and the brutality and what have you. The only thing I can say right now is for regular folks, you know, please be careful because I think they want to stretch this out and give people excuses to hurt, you know, regular folks and to maybe push these agendas of, you know, economy or bust and or justification on heads with stuff being wrecked. I'm not going to tell people to stay home if they don't want to stay home. I'm going to say, be careful of, you know, when you see there's a particular riot or situation and a lot of those motherfuckers don't look like you and ain't around your way and ain't your comrades. Like what the shit is really leading to. Cause they're already showing that there's people who have been undercover cops. Um, the joints they call boogaloo boys in terms of like, you know, the folks, white supremacist folks and plenty more. So, you know, Please stay careful. Please don't let these other folks um, control the narrative and um, 
if you do have a particular set of spirituality, keep that in check because um, we're going through a lot right now. We're not even halfway through 2020 yet. It's been a lot. So um, yes, yes, yes. please go on ahead yes, and keep yes, that together. Yes. So sorry. Let me go yeah, on. Yeah, try to get in after 30 minutes. But, um, Damn, it has been that long. I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> I just got minutes. to load. So I, it, I, I, it would be stupid for me to, to go another 30 minutes and hit people over the head, so I'm not going to do that. Um, you know, it's the same story. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You know, um, um, uh, centuries of of the same thing. I mean, you can almost go back to a clip of a shooting that happened a year ago and you can get the same words almost, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, you know, um, I think, you know, there was, there was going to be, there should have been some type of uprising. I think the continuation of it, mm-hmm. uh, meant that it was a selfish agenda after, after, after the first two days. And then, you know, there was obviously an infiltration because they've always, they, they, you know, there is a, you know, people say people get shot for no reason. No, they got shot for a reason. We just don't know the reason. And one of the reasons is that they want people to do this, you know, because people are getting overtime, people are getting more, you know, more jobs are opened up, you know, within uh, situations when this type of thing goes when goes down, hmm. you know, and then they can experiment with new weapons and what, what what have you, you know. So which means that that's more money, you know. Somebody bought something to have that weapon, and um, um, you know, because they it's all there's been kind of the thing of prepping for these moments, you know. And like I said, I think there should have been something, but you know, there could be infiltrators that all of a sudden. Are, are, are turning it into something else, therefore igniting it into something that it wouldn't have ignited if they wouldn't have been involved in it. Mm. So, you know, unfortunately, that's why, you know, you know, um, you know, I, I go by at the end of the day within my, you know, within my heart and within my soul because most people, you know, you know, you know, I'm of the, I, you know, you have good, you know, there are good people in this world. Mm-hmm. You know, um, a lot of good, uh, 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 you know, half the people who are good, they're not as good as the other half, you know, especially when, when, when the heat gets on and the pressure is on, you know, they're like on the fence good. Mm-hmm. And so, we 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 live in a world where people have shifty and funny, you know, uh, uh, um, uh, 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 you know, where somebody could be close to you, but at the same time they're putting you down. So it's like it's a weird. We live in a weird world, you know. I'm glad I never had kids because this world is weird. You know, you could automatically think one thing, next thing is something completely different. You're like, you know, you know, and I have to be the one to to be, to think and put myself in certain, you know, in the right situation, in the right frame of mind for people who might not love me as much as I love them. You know, so, you know, you you have to be very careful when people are putting forth certain things because they could have selfish agendas, you know, 
you know, I, you know, you know, you know, I, you know, I, I don't know. I mean, I, that's all I have to really say about that. That you know, I think that you know, you know, she spoke for half an hour. So what else am I say about that? But um, but I'm just I'm more checking the the the, the heart the hearts of human beings. You know what I'm saying? The intentions of human beings. You know what I'm saying? Because you know, let's not let's not the, 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 I, I'm with the thing going on for the day or two days, but when it starts to spill over, then it then it becomes something different. You know, don't give the beast a reason to do something that they always wanted to do. You know, you know they ain't gonna throw away them black bodies. They get killed. They're gonna they're gonna take they're gonna take the, the part of the brain out and use some of the body parts, just like they do in the wars in Africa and wars where black people are. At. You know, they take they take that stuff out. You know, because you know we're valuable in that way. But anyway, but yeah, so. You know, that's that's just one aspect of what's, you know, going on in the world and you know, um, you know, that's that's that and you know, and, and you know, time will tell on certain things, you know what I'm saying? And um, you know, I, I definitely think corona the, the virus situation is allowing it's kinda of let you see who believes in God and who who don't believe in God. Word. You know, you know so you know I'm the spiritual person on this show. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying she's not, but you know, I've been I've been doing this since I was a teenager. You know what I'm saying? Or at least trying to find out what it is I need to know or what my ancestors put down, you know, or what dreams told me or what elders you know, what older people told me. You know what I'm saying, to give me a grasp on, you know, why, you know, why 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 do why 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 do I be, why do I exist? You know what I'm saying? You know. And, uh, you know, you know, I, I think a lot of people don't, because I've gotten those questions very early on, me not having certain things doesn't matter. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I'm not saying I wouldn't like it, but I had a great childhood. So mm -hmm. I didn't want for nothing in childhood. You know what I'm saying? So a lot of people live in houses today that look kind of like the houses that we lived in at one time when we lived in down south, you know. So I seen that maybe as a child, though. You know what I'm saying? But um, so I mean, you know, it's more or less of me having that would be for family, you know. And uh, like I said, up to up to thus far, I wasn't, you know, I ain't thinking about that, you know. You know, I mean, you know, if, if everybody was like the people that came up in my household or the Circle of cats I came up with in Jersey. This would be the black community. It'd be a whole different place, you know. Um, you know, um, but you know, but but you know, um, we're gonna, you know, hope, I'm big shout out to all the artists. You know, what I'm saying of their office ways is doing their thing. You know, what I'm saying, um, um, still with the ability to be creative. You know, what I'm saying even if you're not necessarily able to, you know, perform in any type of venue or large venues. You know what I'm saying? You know, um, um, you know, you know, because if, if I wear a mask, I wear a mask because the job requires it. You know, I don't wear a mask because I believe. I think that, I think there's a, I think there's some funny business going on. I think, you know, everybody's lying on a higher level. You know, you know, this is something that they, they, they wanted to come, come through the pipes for 
over a century. You know, they plan in advance. They plan decades, centuries in advance. So, you know, this is kind of something that, you know, and obviously, you know, you know, I just don't believe it's what they say it is. You know, I think something else is going on, you know. And uh, I think, you know, individuals, you take care of your body. I mean, because, you know, I, you know, I, I, I know of a situation. Oh, yeah, I had wanted to say this before because I had, I had heard something on the Internet about relationships. And the sister I know, her her, her husband had contacted, contracted and, you know, she was flying or whatever, whatever. And mm-hmm. um, I had heard some foolish talk. Cause you hear a lot of foolish talk on the Internet. That um, some some dude had called into somebody's show talking about well, if if she had to work, then that man wasn't a man. And mm. so you know, obviously some Negro trying to out white white folk. Mm-hmm. And then so, and this sister in, in hand, you know, she been working all night, been with this nigga twenty seven years, and she was crying in front of me about whatever, whatever. And I had to kind of funnel in the information that I knew that she could stomach, you know, and understand. Mm-hmm. I couldn't come hardcore. And, um, but it was interesting, you know, the fact that me kind of talking to people who don't really know certain things and kind of going off the party line, well, at the same time, I'm recognizing that, you know, you know, she, she loved this nigga. And, you know, and, and it wasn't whatever, whatever about her, about her working or whatever. And um, so it just goes to show you that, you know, um, just things in general, you know what I'm saying? When a person loves you, when a person likes you, you know, that means whatever, whatever. Because I understand as old as you, you can love someone and not like them no more. That is the truth. Mm-hmm. I got family that's like that, that I love them, but, you know, um, you know, their lack of understanding in certain areas makes them the type of people that you don't necessarily want to be around all the time. Like I want to continue mm-hmm. to fuck with you, but I can't be around you because you're 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 like almost a like you're stunting your own growth by the ideas that you harbor and emotions that you harbor. You know what Same. I'm saying? And you're you're putting in a you put yourself in a get back mode every time somebody you know. I mean, don't get me wrong. People trying to jab at you, whatever, whatever. But sometimes you know when it's loved ones, people close. Sometimes you're not always in a you, you can't always put yourself in a get back to, with loved ones and people who are close. You know what I'm saying? Well, I'm so mad at them for what they did. You know, that doesn't work in 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 family and You know what I'm saying? And a lot of people don't necessarily understand that. You know what I'm saying? And uh, but you know, what do you know? What 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 is it? What is it? You know what I'm saying? You know, I mean, um, I'm more like I said, just just commenting on intentions and whatever, whatever. You know what I'm saying? And you know, because I spent a lot of years of my life thinking. You know, you can't really go off the party line all the time in the sense of what's consensus, you know what I'm saying? You know, I had this one brother I know I'm really good with, you know, he had people putting him down because he wasn't with black women, you know. But if he couldn't connect, you know, with one, then what does he do? You know what I'm saying? But so, mm-hmm. you know, I've known this brother, I've known this cat for a while. And um, so, you know, he got put down for years. Never, never was gay though. He just didn't necessarily go with the women of his race. You know what I'm saying? You know, so don't get me wrong. You know, I understand on certain levels, but you know, and I'm not saying 
do I understand it, you know, you know, completely. But I, I mean, I, I respect it. And, you know, at the end of the day, you know, people have to do what they have to do in reference to, you know, who's going to give them love or show them love. You know what I'm saying? You know, you know, uh, um, black folks, but we have a responsibility. You know, I, I, I see he had a lot of responsibility, you know, just putting up time you put up a show around the teacher when it ain't when the teacher ain't there, then it's whatever. Or when your parents, when you're a kid and you, you put up a show and you see people you know, of course you're going to do that in, in adult, that's, in, when that's two times as right to do that. But people do that, like, you know, people pretending to be good. Because a lot of people are going to be fooled by those people. You know, I don't need you to, to believe what I believe in. As long as you're good natured human being, I don't care. You know, so anytime people, religious people, particularly swinging that Bible, talking about trying to sway you, you know, into, like, if they're getting close to you, you know, like I said, I don't mind the friendship, but like I said, you don't have to believe what I believe in. I mean, obviously those ideas will come up, but you don't have to believe what I believe in. You know, mm-hmm. I know my, I, I know my beliefs are foundational. So they're at the base of everything. So, and I recognize you just being a, a leaf from the, a leaf from the root. So and I understand that I wouldn't have understood that as a Christian when I was a Christian. No, no, no. Yeah. As a Christian, I didn't completely want to relinquish that, you know, but at the end of the day, you know, the person's good natured. So what do they believe in? They're good natured. Keep them moving. But anyway. No, I mean, I definitely feel you. And I think um, you brought up a very good point in terms of this thing has definitely shown up where a lot of people stand or maybe it has almost reinforced how you feel about people and your viewpoint. Cause that's what it's done for me <laughs> and whatnot, where there's just some folks I'm just there. Like at best I might love you or dig you from a distance, but you can't be around me no more. <laughs> Some people, I'm like, I'm good with never dealing with your ass again. If we weren't already dealing with each other in the first place. Um, the very interesting scenario about all of this are those particular things. Because I think sometimes when people get into the aspect of talking about this type of stuff on not just the spiritual level, but also the secular level in terms of things ain't right. And people aren't trying to say these type of things in terms of trying to preach or be self-righteous. You're just trying to be matter of factual. Like, this ain't right. We should want better. You know what I mean? Um, when stuff is so blatant on so many levels, like, you don't got to be a scholar or be there, like, I even have the labels of leftist, capitalist, socialist, et cetera. You just got to be here, like, this is fucked up and shit needs to change. And when oh, you yeah, see folks... Mm-hmm, go ahead. I forgot sure. to say something. Briefly, it's not going to get dragged on. It's all good. Um, go on. One other reason why it's, uh, oh, it's happening... Is that once one gets in deeper into the studies of human activity, human endeavors, and looking into hidden knowledge, into the occult, you see that a lot of these murders are sacrificial murders. I know that's hard for certain people to, to understand or grasp, you know. But if you haven't looked into it, you can't you can't really doubt what I'm saying. You know, why just just randomly people, you know what I'm saying? And in certain secret societies and Satanism, you know, bloodshed can be a, the blood 
the shedding of blood, like it, like even talking about Christ shed the blood, you know, the, shed, the shedding of blood can allow uh, this food for invisible entities of the negative, of the bad persuasion, and it's a and it's it's considered by Satan it's a sacrifice. In other words, a benefit comes from that, you know, from the shedding of blood, you know, and it's black blood. So we're talking about the first blood that was a blood on this planet of of the human persuasion, you know. So, you know, that means something. You know what I'm saying? It means more when it's a little when it's a pubet a, a boy in below puberty. You know, I'm like these these kids is kids getting whatever. All that is you know, either it's from the 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 the, the, the you know the uh, prostitution, I mean, you know, child prostitution or child porn and or the the the, sacri the sacrifice thing, you know. But that that's the child thing. But there's a there's another hidden world that that people are comfortable and not knowing about. You know, we drink we drink fuck buy shit and act like we better than the next man. And that's the exact mentality they want us to have because you will never free yourself from this prison of mentality and flesh because we're all Christ. We save ourselves. You know, we save ourselves. That You know, it, that was just, the Bible is a Romanized version of something else, you know. But, you know, but I just wanted to bring the sacrificial aspect of what goes on um, in, the, in, in in those circles. No doubt. And um, it actually dovetails well to um, some of the stuff I was just going to say real quick. Um, when you look at how people are people, it includes falling into the patterns of certain things, even if you're not necessarily comfortable with them, right? Like, People don't like the aspect of that certain shit they've been doing for a while is, is an illusion or doesn't work really for them. But they're so used to following a certain way of being, breaking out of it, even just in incremental levels, is too much. You know what I'm saying? We're seeing a lot of that with both the police brutality situations that are recently here and with the entire corona thing because if we're going to be brutally honest, America is a pretty spoiled-ass country, right? <laughs> Like, in other words, like, poverty is poverty, bad shit is bad shit, but certain things are on levels because that's how you look at shit when you're, you're an adult or whatever. There's levels to a lot of this. And when we look at the aspect of what people have been asked to do throughout all of this type of thing, in general in life, but particularly this in terms of look out for your fellow man, a lot of folks don't want to look at people like yourself and I as their fellow man. Like, looking at black folks as being a lesser is a comfortable thing, especially the black Americans. You got folks who come from other countries who will look at black Americans as ain't being shit because that's the media and that's the hype they get a lot. And that's also a way to, you know, make people comfortable and not be able to unite with each other on bigger shit. This situation started to have people, even on an incremental level, look at shit on a bigger plane. And when that started happening, that made shit dangerous. And it's still dangerous right now because for all the people who are, you know, kind of trying to get their, you know, pseudo activist bona fides or, you know, they just want to go outside and do anything, including wrecking and destroying shit. You got people who genuinely are like, fuck, this might be their enlightenment moment. And there are folks who are trying to fuck up their enlightenment moment to get into a better level of person. 
and how they interact with other people. Like, we should look at it being shameful that in 2020, folks still don't want to look at black people as being people. Like, you're cool for entertainment. You're cool as a labor source. You, you might be cool to fuck, but you're not cool as a person. You know, like, there's a reason why, you know, black folks be talking about, you know, various other people in certain ways. That doesn't mean some folks don't take it to the extreme, but when when I can go into a room and talk to people of all kinds of ethnic backgrounds and I don't know a black man who has never been harassed by the cops, there's a problem. Mm. That I don't know a black woman who has never dealt with some office white bullshit where you're supposed to be an inferior to the white person or white white person in the office regardless of their position regardless of your bona fides there's a fucking problem <laughs> you know like we are 101 years past the red summer of 1919 mm. where we had that period where it's like okay y'all don't want us around fuck it we'll have our own shit do our thing people got so pissed by that they literally destroyed black communities and they just had to try to find an excuse for different things. So when people, I think sometimes folks get into that, that, that semi-uncomfortable zone about talking about race. It's like, think about how it is living with that every day, regardless of the type of person you are, regardless of your accomplishments, regardless of what you do, what you believe in, you are always looked at on some percentage as a lesser. And it's to the point where it's still like when you have conversations with people and we've had these conversations where you just, they're like, yo, that dude's actually a good person, even though they're so-and-so-and-so. It's sad we even have to do that. But it's because you're kind of had to adjust to being almost expecting a dehumanization because of your racial and ethnic background. I would have traded my shit for the world, <laughs> you know? But that's the way society has been ingrained in, in ourselves, including with, you know, unfortunately, some fellow black people who think they got some money, they got to come up. And some of these folks are holding on to things because they, they're just too entrenched in the nonsense, you know? Like, you can have, you know, all the money in the world. If the corona wants to hit you, it's going to hit you. And if a cop wants to hit you upside the head of a baton, they'll do that shit too. There are people who do not want to face these realities. And the only way you can change your reality is to change yourself. You might not be able to do stuff on a big, huge level, but you can do stuff for yourself. And, um... One, really quickly, um, one of the things that made me think about this was um, there are some folks from high school who are on my Facebook or whatever, and they were talking about this white boy who way back when I ended up blocking and stuff because they were talking this like GOP bullshit, and I had some folks back in the day be like, that's a little extreme. You should hear all opinions. I'm like, I don't gotta hear opinions about if my existence matters or not. You know what I mean? Or the existence of fellow people like me. Or that we had to be a certain level of perfect that nobody is, much less white America, to even remotely be able to breathe or exist. Like, you have to be a, a token black person, and even the token black person gets thrown away eventually, you know? And I'm just bringing this up because these folks are talking about, yeah, you know, I blocked so-and-so, and so because they were talking all this racial bullshit or whatever, when, you know, I was righteously being angry about this situation that happened with these folks being killed or whatever. And they had screenshot part of the shit they said. And I'm like, yeah, that motherfucker's still a little shit, whatever, whatever. And this is a white boy who went to school when my area of town, shout out to PG County, Maryland, shout out to Oxon Hill High School, when this county was truly majority black American. Like, in other words, it was majority black American then Asians, and then it was everybody else. That that shifted a bit, even though PG County still has a bunch of black folks in it. It's like, 
that we were like talking. It's like, did, did I, does anybody remember this white dude being that racist back in the day? Like we remember him being kind of a head ass. Cause he was like one of those nerdy white dudes, but not that way. It was like, nah, he wasn't that way back in the nineties because somebody would have curb stopped him. He was <laughs> that way. He just couldn't, like, yeah, like you said, he just couldn't and, do and, it. And, he didn't control they do it publicly. Where he, where he was a child. So he mm-hmm. had to be quiet. And and that was the thing that was brought up because some of the white cats who were in school with us were like on this thread too. And they were like, oh, that dude was always kind of a bullshitter. You know what I mean? They just weren't loud about it. It was like, hmm. You know what I mean? Because they were in a class full of mad black people and other folks. And you know, like little shit would pass through. You're just like, okay, I, I was never cool with the motherfucker, so it doesn't hurt my feelings on that level. But it was like, okay, you're kind of one of these kind of like little dumb shit white boys and, you know, your shit might change. It might not. It obviously hasn't. And now they're like a miserable, you know, fuckboy white man or whatever, popping a whole bunch of manga bullshit. It, it, it sounds but, like he wasn't in the, it sounds like he wasn't in the top classes of his class. In other words, like I remember in school, there was, there was, there was the cats who, 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 who were very good at math. Y'all was in the same grade, but it was mm-hmm. very good at math than the cats who were okay than the cats who weren't good. All in the same grade. So mm-hmm. you don't sound like he was in the top tier. And that's actually a funny thing about it was like, um, homegirl who was bringing up this situation, you know, shout out to Kendall or whatever. Like she's, she's still a cool chick and all of that. Um, she was like, this motherfucker's probably still pissy that, you know, I got better SAT scores and whatever back in the day and whatnot. Cause we were all like in a, in a similar program, this particular white boy and us and grade wise. I don't remember him. Like he was like, he was a relatively smart dude or whatever. But, like, when you look at certain things, like, to me, how individuals are themselves is ultimately a choice, right? Like, you've had people who've come up in, like, you know, the stereotypical rural kind of racist places. They had different life experiences. They were just there like, yo, I go over some bullshit. I'm going to be this better person as an adult. That happens all the time. Like, I don't want to discount people who do that. I think, if anything, those are the motherfuckers who've always been on black people's side and whatnot, mm-hmm. historically. Or those who are like, this societal shit don't feel right, and it doesn't just not feel right. I'm going to break out of those boundaries. You know what I mean? Much less, you know, actually listen to other people's experiences, so I'm not going to be a, a shitty person on whatever level that, that shit works. It's like, this cat got out and got super whatever, and I think maybe for the first time in their lives in a minute, because that's one of the things I think that is good about social media, is that people who are used to their bubbles aren't used to being checked by motherfuckers. And the good side of social media is people will check a piece of shit person in a minute. It's like, um, I didn't bring it up earlier cause we had to get into the other part. The um, situation happened in central park where that uh-huh. white lady was going to, um, said she, you know, she was going to call the cops on this, this black dude because he told her to put her dog on a leash and the dude just having to tape it. And she was just there. Like I, she literally said, I'm going to tell them that this African American man is, is, is harassing me and attacking me. In other words, even when the, so, you know, you have people who know in their heart that they can weaponize hatred of black people for their benefit, no matter how little the infraction is. Cause this black dude wasn't cursing. Cause I saw the video. He wasn't like doing, you know, a whole bunch of whatever type of shit. Like this white lady just started tripping. He just had the presence of mind to be like, cause you know, NYPD has been on some shit for a very long time. I personally know a whole bunch of people who've gotten done dirty by them. No <laughs> what have you. Um, he had the presence of mind to be like, I'm going to tape this shit because heaven forbid if something happens to me, I just want them to know that I ain't do a goddamn thing. He's talking to her calm, whatever, whatever. And she's trying to pull, you know, that hysterical, you know, Miss Ann, you know, racial white woman shit. When it's like, 
I know I can weaponize my white tears and voice to get somebody to do whatever because, you know, I am a white woman. I'm supposed to be above almost everybody except, ironically, white men and whatnot. And the police are always looked at by that type of person as a convenience to them or protection to them and what have you, even though those folks are still being done dirty too. And when we look at New York City or whatever, a lot of people tend to think of a more, I guess, liberal, liberated, progressive type of place only on certain levels. And that's one of those yeah, cases yeah, that proved it. Yeah. You know and, what and, I mean? And, 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 and um, I want to say that the whites who are not like that white lady in Central Park who just wanted to get somebody in trouble for no reason, the whites who are not like that, thank you very much. And we're glad that you exist. You know, Word up. You're, you're going to be important in the day in, in You've been important, but in, in all coming and, and kind of contesting the other whites who are not like that and linking up with, you know, blacks who are like-minded with yourself, you know, and, um, it, you know, because unfortunately there can be division from, 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 from that, from, from, from situations and that's not what we need, you know, because anytime you hear me speak, I'm never trying to say things about black people that are good to put down other people or put down other people saying that, you know, because black people achieve this, you know, nobody has any worth or they're, they're nothing or they're beneath us. That's not my intention to put, to bring, to imply that or bring that across. Um, because black people were held back from knowledge that was related to them, you know, they can be a little grandiose and maybe a little, extreme in their presentation you know you know it it is a fact that the ancient Egyptians were black you know it's a fact that ancient native ancient america was black you know you know and um and these high civilizations were black but that's not meant to you know when that's put across that's just meant to relate to us where we you know where we were and where we could potentially go back to. And what I mean potentially go back to in the sense of, 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 of spirit, because mm-hmm. you know, this is, this is the downturn of this world. You know, it, it you know, our, 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 you know, black people been here for millions of years. So, it, it, you know, it, it, there will be no going back to that. That'll be us having the proper state of mind to free ourselves from the, the bondage of matter in this body and get out of this experiment and this test that we were are in in this world, you know, because we're spirit spirit and energy first, and the body is just, you know, a car so to speak, or a glove to to or scuba suit to swim in this world, you know, you know. So body shaming, I mean, you know, that's from people who don't, you know, people who don't know spirits. Anytime you hear people about that, people have no spiritual content. Because then they would understand, and, and not just they read it, and they know intellectually, they emotionally, and it's in their being where they know about, you know, you know. I mean, of course, you can be attracted to certain things, but in the sense of, you know, you know, body shaming, you know, a, a, a phrase is made up for that, you know, for for whatever, whatever, and people are concerned, and you know, that's why love and family is very important because you know you wouldn't have the, you know. You know, if you do say that, that's in retaliation for somebody else. Let it be in retaliation. Don't, for what somebody said to you, not necessarily you're giving that off to people, just from the gate and from the door. 
You know what I'm saying? You know, that old mm-hmm. saying people got as a kid, if you, nothing, you got nothing good to say, don't say nothing at all. You know, that's the applies to us adults. Now, I'm not saying that when you, when you apply that, that you don't say the truth. The truth is going to hurt, but it's not it done in the mean spirit. You know, when I talk about certain rap cats or people involved in homosexual rituals, that's not to put them down, but that's just to let you know that they're not as talented as you think they are. You know, or they're, you know, they didn't work as hard as you think they did. You know, because we heard about some, you know, some rap cats watching gay porn on YouTube, you know. You know, strange bedfellows, you know, you know, and, you know, they're connected with some other cats that Tupac had said there was some homosexual ritual going on. So, you know, there's this big thing going on, you know what I'm saying? Everybody's portraying to be tough, you know what I'm saying? Some of them are tough, you know what I'm saying? You know, or, you know, people saying in press conferences, they're going to have, they would, you know, have sex with a man or whatever, 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 you know what I'm saying? And, and 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 being on air saying that, and then you know, playing this like macho man and tough guy, you know. So, and I'm not dissing their their their, their choice or whatever, whatever. But there's a lot of illusions going on. Just like with that, there's just a lot of people, you know, not just the gay thing, but in in general, you know what I'm saying. There's very few good people walking around. You know, I, I thought about it the other day. And just my trial and error dealing with human beings, mm-hmm. I say out of a million people, there may be 20, 20 of that that are good people. Now, people are twenty. Now, I'm not talking about people who do, you know, people who do, who do, who, you know, because remember, police, hospital, those are jobs. People getting paid to do that. You know, mm-hmm. so that counts, but it doesn't count because that's a job. You know. I'm talking about jokers that are just doing it out of just their heart, period. You know, mm-hmm. and and um, you know, they're, they're very few. They're very few. They're people playing roles to get next to people, or just to have sex with people, or get money from people. But you know, mm-hmm. so you have to, um, you know, you know, be very careful, or whatever, whatever. But I mean, you know, at the end of the day, it's your 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 frame of mind and your frame of emotion, whether you know. Like like the ancient preachers say, you know, emotions can swing left and right like a pendulum, but you stay in the middle. You know, that mm. all that all that stuff, you know, doesn't matter. I understood that as a child, but you know, I I mean I, I think I practiced that, but you know, as time goes on you you know, that 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 and which was good because, you know, a boy has to go through certain things. I think it's good for a boy to go through certain things before they become a man. And rough and tumble things. And, you know, to kind of roughen, you know, the, to, to, to put things in balance, you know, because without that, a boy not having that rough and tumble kind of like boy experience, masculine experience, you know, good and bad, you know, doesn't make them good when they're adult, when they don't have something. Not too much, but, you know, enough, you know what I'm saying? Or, you know, you know, because some people had went through a lot of stuff when they were young, they ain't make it out of, they ain't make it past 25, so. That was too much, you know, associated with the certain crowds or whatever, whatever. And, you know, but at the end of the day, you know, it was, I had, I had, I had certain types of parents. That's one thing you also know when you get older. There are some people who ain't parents. You know, the kids is like an inconvenience to them. There's some mm-hmm. people who only had a child and, and had no intention of being with that man. You know, there's some people 
who 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 the child was the fulfillment for them, and that was what they wanted to do. It wasn't necessarily about a relationship or or whatever. Oh yeah, man, yeah, you want some kids? Oh, go have some, yo. You know. So in other words, not I'm cool with her and we're in a relationship, but you know, just go have some. So I've been hearing people say that in the '90s. I was like, hmm, okay, okay. And you know, I'm not saying that all individuals come out bad, but I, I you know. When there's a certain type of love, then people know that's whatever, whatever. And I, it, 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 you know, it's, I don't know. But anyway, anyway, what we yeah, have to talk man. You is off. You know what I'm saying? Just trying to get a little bit of emotion, thought, you know, good vibe across. No doubt. And um, I mean, well, for people who are classic Fusebox radio listeners, y'all y'all know how this goes sometimes. So, And for those who um, don't and maybe just want to hear some alternative commentary, I hope we have um, provided it um, for you. Because, um, yeah, like I know what to say, Frank, I constantly say, but I just think it's true, man. People are people in certain situations show you who people are. Mm-hmm. Like, And when we have a world thing going on, a whole bunch of stuff has been amplified. Cause, um, and I know I'm just saying this as a preemptive, um, when one talks about things, it's obviously not a huge paintbrush on every goddamn body, but you know, if the shoe fits, you might need to see why, you know, and if it doesn't, you know, that's all good. Um, I think we have a world that's showing how sick it is right now. Like, I think if you have ever individually been sick or maybe gone through an economic situation, you see who people are in your life, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it's also similar with um, this type of situation here. Like, it's almost like it's not so much the people who say things that bug me out right now, it's those who are silent that make me upset. Like, you'll run your mouth on every goddamn thing except when people are hurting, you know? Or when they're going through shit that makes you uncomfortable. Like, that makes you as much of an enemy as the cat who will tell me in my face they think I'm a nigger or whatever. You know, because you don't have the human capacity to even say, yo, this is messed up. I'm not expecting you to do, you know, a political treaties or act like, you know, you're a black if you're not or whatever else. But just the basic humanity of, yo, this shit is fucked up. Like, it, it shouldn't be hard to do that, which maybe just shows how indoctrinated people are in terms of their particular lives. Like, whether it's people who are around your block to people who are famous, it's like, I see you if you're being quiet right now. And you're being, you know, real, you know, trying to play the middle on shit that there shouldn't be a playing the middle too, you know, um, or worse, the people who try to kiss ass in the opposite extreme to try to make sure they're holding on to their money, which shows that your money has always been funny and your situation has always been more precarious than it should have been regardless of whether, um, you're trying to be safe or AKA sold out or, um, whatever else. Um, I just hope a lot of people are learning from this right now and are able to channel all of their feelings in a productive direction and not have said feelings drag people down to the point of constant anger and despair. It's okay to feel things. It's okay to go through that, but not to be drowned in it. And whatever means people have to do that, um, I hope um, folks are doing. And again, I hope that you're doing like I am. You're taking notes in terms of how people are acting because these are the people you, you're with. And I mean, I hope that you're not married to somebody who's on some bullshit. I hope your kids ain't on that, that, that you know, you banging somebody out or in a relationship or whatever. But look at how people are acting now. These are, these are these people. 
you know one of the things that people like thinking about in history is that everybody was an extremist with what they did everybody loved Martin Luther King everybody loved Malcolm X no they didn't you know everybody thought Kennedy was a shit no they did not everybody loved Jesus haven't y'all looked at the Bible no they didn't <laughs> you know so um look at who you're around and um respond properly and kind and um i don't believe the world's going to end or anything else in terms of a physical plane i do believe the world that we're used to living in is in flux and is changing and um, we got to be on our toes about it and um live the best ways that we can and you know have that type of vibe spread to others so um that's that and um, also side note, um, I was watching on um, Netflix this past um, weekend, the um, documentary they had on um, Jeffrey Epstein. Um, if y'all don't believe that motherfucker was killed, you're naive. Yep. yep. You another, are naive another, as another fuck. Connected, you know? connected to that to that child abuse shit. You know what I mean? Uh, ritual, like um, Ritual child, ritual, you know, because you don't know what, it, it could be sex or it could be death. So he he's supposed to be gone. He he was he mm -hmm. he was he he was killed because he knew too much. Exactly. Like um, I know they had that um document. They had the um podcast earlier. I think Wondery or somebody did. Besides all the stuff that you can read or whatever, but um, Netflix has like a four part um series right now. Like each each part is about an hour. So I like knocked it out in the past um day. And um, if you look at certain things, speaking of how societal structures can be fucked up. That dude's life is an example of that. He was a white dude who didn't have certain credentials, who people let slide. They even have some old white men talking about, I wish I didn't let that motherfucker slide back in the day. Maybe certain shit wouldn't have happened. Mm. And whatnot. They had, they had two old white men who, when he was doing like financial stuff and school stuff. Because mm. he, was, he was scheming already back then. And you know, mm. anybody who they say is a societally a decent looking white man who has talk game, they'll let, they'll let things slide in America. That, that's just life. That's how it is. And what's interesting you said about that is also is that, and it may remind me of thinking somebody, a couple of people that I know, if a mm -hmm. person is evil and conniving as a teenager, they're going to die that way. They're going to be mm -hmm. that. I'm not talking about the little bit of stuff, but the, like to what the point she's talking about there. I know people who was like that and they're in their 50s, mid 50s, mm -hmm. and they're still running that same game. Mm -hmm. I'm like, I think it's an interesting example because I, I mean, no, I've seen that too, <laughs> you know, so it's kind of interesting that you brought up the, the bigger aspect of it, like with Homeboy, um, with the joy, which I do recommend people, you know, check out, like it's not, it's not a long watch, you can knock it out maybe like two, three days, depending on if you just want to watch an hour a day or whatever, um, you had to look at like, while this dude was obviously a piece of shit, like I'm not crying because a pedophile is dead, <laughs> you know, fuck that. It's the fact that you had structures that protected this pedophile because they had what was perceived as power, power mm -hmm. through money and power through connections. Mm -hmm. Even the first case where they talked about that he got down that low sentencing or whatever in Florida, mm -hmm. the way they break that shit down, bruh, like so much might've been stopped at a certain point, but because that dude was looked at as being connected and he was connected to people who probably indulged in the same bullshit he did. There were problems. That dude wasn't killed because of any moral type of situation. That dude was killed literally because he had enough dirt on people and knew too much. And that type of white man would have snitched on everybody if it came to protecting his ass and his way of life. This dude had an island that you literally had people 
nickname because they were like, we think this dude is doing pedo shit around the Caribbean. They have a scene in the movie where the um, documentarians were trying to get close to the island. Yo, these boats with guards and shit rolled up on these motherfuckers when they got remotely near the joint. In other words, if you weren't a part of the clique, you weren't supposed to get near that fucking island. People will so, kill for, for, for lies. I mean, and, and low-down low down stuff. I mean, people mm-hmm. will protect. Because mm, I remember seeing something on YouTube. They, they, in certain parts of um, West Africa, they got uh, um, uh, Europe, rich European and, and, and American white men um uh because uh, they, they they set up something where they um get children and i remember hearing something about it's through all africa but i remember on certain western african nations coastal african nations that um you know uh, i remember seeing something with um with one of my elders in the research history community he said he was there and you know he approached the table, and the, and the and the white man approached him on some like physical stuff. Cause he had saw this white man at the table with these little young black kids, and you know, and um, you know, it, 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 so there's some funny stuff going on, you know, and 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 um, you know, and we don't know who's around us. I mean, some of us do, but in the sense of knowing what they're into, you go, oh, I got a bad vibe. Oh, I didn't didn't know he was doing that, but you know. to to and where it goes. Also, one thing I had forgotten about, about that one white kid went to that school, reason why I had brought up what he was even uh, good in his classes, because there was always this thing about them being more intelligent than black people. Mm -hmm. And so so he didn't pass that, he didn't pass that test of being about being more intelligent. So therefore it came back. And, And don't get me wrong, he could have been in a situation where he got, he got teased and messed with. You know, and a lot of times those things don't leave people. So, but I think though that's the thing about becoming an adult. There's an equilibrium that one has to have in one's mind and most. That's why I love learning about knowledge and, and history and spirituality because you know that's what all that was about. History and spirituality going in there. So it, it should rather, and so it, it gives you more things to you know because you know you you know. People can be like, well, you're not at that point, whatever, whatever, but, you know, but I know who I am, though, at the end of the day, though, and I know my temperament, you know what I'm saying? You know, I, I know I could do certain things for about a month, and after a while, you know, you know, you know, because I ain't going to put people down for, for spending money on certain things. I would do some of that, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But not forever, you know, knowing that, you know, money is more important. Money is important to at least help people, not necessarily just don't want to get my jollies on. You know no doubt, no so, doubt on all of that. So, but but you know, so but yeah, so it just to go to show you that some people, you know, you know, it doesn't it doesn't matter that you know you were slaves and that you're being killed, or you know, it, I, I don't want you to say anything to me about my dog because I want I want you need to be in, under subjection to me to be even too scared to even make it. In, in a nice way of comment to me, that there are people walking around, like I said, the white people were not like that, God bless you. You mm-hmm. know, and I hope you're more hardcore with that as time goes on, because that will be needed. And think about it. You won't really be doing it for black people. 
You'll be doing it in mm-hmm. the in the immediate situation. But, you know, there is a there is there is a most high God. I know modern religion has kind of spoiled even black people. So I never spoil black people as so spoil white people. And that means you don't necessarily deal with modern religion and that's what that means. You leave Christianity, Judaism and Roman Catholicism, Christianity alone. That's what that means. They failed you. You know, if you don't have the right perception then, you know, you know, consider Buddhism. You know, but don't you know, don't don't throw that don't throw that away. You know. You know, that's the aspect that is that that that, that is that's very important. See people try to say, Well, to add this no no, spirit is in everything. We choose to separate it. It's in everything. The flesh is a is 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 is, is, is the lowest level of spirit. It's spirit, but it's the lowest level where it, where it's, it's crystallized into a physical form, physical matrix. You know, but that's in everything. You know what I'm saying? And you know, um, you know, evil, evil is, is it can be spiritual too. You know, like in Star Wars, the you know the light, the, the good side of force and the dark side of force. But we're going to rock it, of course. And we're glad you came aboard. Yes, indeedy. Yes, yes, yeah, yes, indeed. To explore. Thank you very much. Very, 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 very much. No, no doubt, no doubt. Yeah, definitely check that joint out, guys. Um, I'll have more lighthearted stuff to recommend. Um, next week I just don't have my um tablet on me right now. Otherwise, I would pull out some other things. But that just stuck out because that was a recent watch. Um, speaking of um white folks and just people in general who are who are about it about it um shout out to these people who jumped this um racist um dude who tried to aim a bow and arrow at people over and um what is it is it salt lake i'm just yeah in salt in salt lake city during one of the protests he stopped at the intersection and tried to aim it at people and then there's just this video that's out right now y- y'all probably end up seeing it on the page um so he was trying to aim for that white folks um, at um, protesters, including black people, trying to, to be cute. A, a bunch of white folks jumped and, and beat the shit out of this dude. God bless him. So, A, when I'm talking about certain things, like, um, I know some people sometimes get in their feelings when I talk about fuck allies, I want friends and comrades on my side. Because allies are temporary. Motherfuckers who are your comrades, fans, and family will protect you. No doubt. And see where you're coming from, you know what I mean? Y'all might have disagreements here and there, but when shit gets real, they're going to be about it. So, so these folks were real, and this dude got bloody the fuck up, and I'm not sad about it. So, shout out to those white folks who descended upon this dude and beat yeah, shit up. Yeah. They also flipped over his car and set it on fire. <laughs> so, if you yeah, want to yeah. be that comrade trying to protect people, welcome to the team. Like, you know, people who I ran into in the inauguration protest back in the day, those were the p- folks who were trying to protect my short black ass. Y'all are part of the team. <laughs> you know what I mean? We cool on that. No and the bugged out thing is, this white dude had the nerve to try to say that some black people jumped him. We got a news stone joint. Because, of course, you know, America, right? Some people are just a shit. So that person still chose to be a shit when, his, quote unquote, his own kind were like, we ain't about this bullshit. You ain't about to be trying to hurt nobody. So I just had to interject with that because I'm like, this is kind of wild seeing oh, that joint. So um, that was interesting. But um, yeah, guys, um, we're glad to be able to be here and talk to people. Um, I'm always glad when people don't just comment on the music side of what we do but even if they don't necessarily agree with all the shit that we say are listening and checking us out and are open to hear other opinions that aren't necessarily by um the mainstream news version of what a good black person is or whatever 
Because ultimately, I, I mean, I think we're dope people or whatever, but you know, ultimately we are just doing what we do. Like what you hear on this show isn't us trying to cause controversy or whatever. Like we have conversations like this on the daily. Um, the Black Hawk is actually my real friend. <laughs> you know what I mean? We've had very, very in-depth talks about a whole bunch of shit <laughs> and uh, what have you over. Damn, this year will be your 18th year, I think, from when you first started doing the show, which is crazy. Life <laughs> goes by fast. Um, you said 18th? I think so. Like it was around like 2002, beginning of 2003, so 17, 18 years. Yeah, and when I, you first I, did I, stuff, I, I want to be more accurate. I mean, because I want to say 2002, but it wasn't that early. It was um 2004, so 16. It's about 16. Okay. Yeah, well, yeah, same. but say it turned it turned out being regularly on. Like you, I'm th- I'm thinking about when you were first first on, but it turned out like being regularly part of the show. That's true. Yeah, 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 yeah. Nah, but anyway, that's 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 it's, it's, it's either way, long ass time, guys. Long ass time. No, trust, <laughs> so. trust and believe. Trust and believe because. You know, I I was very much um, I didn't I didn't necessarily like the way the music industry was going, and you know, and also I had religious views that I don't necessarily express of why you know just how I viewed it, and you know there was a, there was a lot of reasons on why I didn't necessarily want to pursue early on the music thing, and um, a lot of reasons, and um, looking back, I you know. I don't necessarily, I still have the same vibe, you know, uh, especially in the sense that I didn't know anything. And when I would have gone in back there, I wouldn't have gone in as an MC, I'd have gone in as a DJ. Because I was DJing back then, in the 90s. I wasn't MCing then, you know, so that, that came later, you know what I'm saying? But, you know, so like I said, I, I could have, if I had done what I really did, I'd been breaking, I'd been, been b-boying. So that came first. But, you know, you know, it, 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 it you know, all of this at the end of the day is expression of the soul in reverence to the Most High God in um, your existence and especially in you knowing what, even knowing what you like to do or and knowing what you're supposed to do. Yeah, that's where it's supposed to be, supposed to be because you mm-hmm. can be doing the artistic thing at the same time knowing that that's a part of the reverence to the Most High God. You know, in, the, in you doing it, especially dancing, especially dancing and drumming. But all the arts are included in that. But like I said, we we love we love the fact that you then came back and hope we didn't over, over talk to over talk to too much. But you know, no doubt. Like um, sometimes it be that way, guys. You know, I I think we, we had a good convo. Good, these are generally good black people. You know, and there's some, mm-hmm. there's a lot of good black people, but you know, you know we're. If 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 there's if 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 there's a hundred, we're in the top ten on the net. If there's a hundred, we're in the top ten. There's no doubt about that. You know. And um and that doesn't necessarily mean that we have the best show. But in the sense of good major human beings with good intention, especially myself, because I'm I can only control this, you know, we're in the top ten. Probably the top five. You know, so you're if you're you're in here, you're you feel at home a sanctuary with us. I'm gonna try to put it on like my elders did, the patriarchs of the past. You gonna be all right, all right. 
No doubt, no doubt. Um, as I always say of the show, you don't got to love or like everything that we say, but we're doing the job of quality black media and quality independent media. We get you, you know, in a train of thought in terms of looking above and beyond the basic gender that's being put in front of you right now. And um, I do got to say, you know, life is life. You know, we have ups and downs, different experiences or whatever. Um, I have zero regrets of ever doing this show. No doubt, and 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 the various paths um, that it led me on to be just a better person and a more actualized person, and um, a person who doesn't believe that creativity dies when you become a certain age. No Because um, real quick side note, it's kind of frightening me seeing that shit with some people right now. Like you're supposed to outgrow enjoying creative things or being a creative. It might not be your nine to five, but you know, get the fuck out of here. But anyway, that's that's a talk for another day. And, I always thought <laughs> and all that. People said the hip hop was for the for the youth, so that means the people who join them in their youth, they don't like it when they get older. They can't hear adult people like they've gotten a, become adults still doing hip hop. You know, I think I used to hear that a lot in the eighties and the nineties, and I thought that that was such a self destructive narrative. Like, no, 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 no. These people are gonna get older, and they're gonna be the ones giving. If the kids don't have money, giving them money to go get their their music. So obviously, you know they can they can you know either buy the old stuff and uh, and buy the artists that they knew who are continuing to do it. And big shout out to cats like KRS who's still doing it, you know, and um, still releasing music. You know what I'm saying? And you know and doing performance and everybody Kane, uh, Rakim, you know everybody, you know, uh, and everybody from the '80s, the '80s people. You know, don't necessarily get the props that they deserve. And when people say old school, people say nineties is not old school. Seventies mm-hmm. and eighties is old school. When it was all New York. So, you know, people need to be clear when they use that terminology. You know, and when I hear people say that like they're spiting people from that time period. Give them their props and let them know that they existed. You know what I'm saying? You know, no some doubt. of them cats still some of them cats that's on the on the battle end can still make it happen. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, and, you know, but hip-hop cats are like the jazz cats from the 40s and the 50s. They had to go overseas to get most of their money. You know what I'm saying? So this is still continuing on. No doubt. And um, I think one of the things people, too, really quick that we got into the hip-hop conversation, one thing you got to look at is these people who you're looking at and talking about being dumb, successful, most of these cats aren't super young who are still, yeah. you know, putting out stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, you know, we aren't old. You know, I talk about doing the show for a minute. I started the show literally as a teenager. Um, we aren't old per se. We've just seen a lot of changes because of, I guess, just the period of time we were born in or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I'm like, you know, more so Native Tongues era than, you know, the, the beginnings of, you know, shit and, and why and all of yeah, that. Yeah. But that 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 was a complete, that's a completely different era than what we're in right now. But that's, again, a whole other convo. Um, when you see people who are still doing their thing on top of putting up structures to help out the younger mm-hmm. folks who's to use this as a creative outlet and also an activist outlet then you know let's just chill out on that okay like you know y'all don't do that for rock and roll but you try to do that for hip-hop you try to do it for Mm -hmm. the cultural joy that was founded by you know blacks and latinos but again whole other combo like let's chill out on that bullshit but um Mm -hmm. I'm very glad that, you know, I'm still able to do the show through all types of changes, technology, et cetera. I'm glad people um, still look at us to listen to things because we don't got bread like that. Like, we do okay, but we don't got bread like that. So for people to, like, check us out and to stick with us and um, give us all different kinds of opportunities, um, including, you know, back in the day, international, well, 
international travel, travel different places, been able to talk about our experiences, but we definitely are not those black folks who fit in a box easy. Um, I'm just very glad about that, you know? And, um, yeah, and I hope y'all guys go on ahead and continue listening. We have definitely had a longer talk segment today, but uh, we're both wide awake in um, the morning. And it was like, we got to do this right now. So I'm glad that we did it and we're able to have our thoughts in check. And um, I hope that, you know, y'all dig what you're listening to on this. And I hope y'all dig what you're going to be listening to for the other half of the show. Cause it's been a while since we've done a fuse box classic original show. That's yeah. um, extended. And um, yeah, I hope you dig the tunes that we have that, you know, you got your thought on, you get to, you know, get your head not on dance on, et cetera, for this second half. Um, the mini mixes I've been doing, thank y'all so much for the good feedback on those. Um, those will be continuing. And um, as I said, the um, live DJ streaming joint will be rolling out relatively soon on a regular basis. The website um, launch, I'll be announcing that later on because I'm just starting the um, building on that. And um, yeah, man, that's about it. Support um, all dope people in general. Support all, you know, dope creatives. um, And ultimately keep yourself balanced, man. Like we are going, we are definitely going through a time. We're definitely going through a time, but um, we can all survive it and get out of it for the better and um, just try to keep your life as balanced as possible. You know what I mean? There's some rough stuff that's happening, but, you know, definitely treasure um, your loved ones in your life and um, the good things that are around you because sometimes you get drowned out. And I hope we're part of those good things that y'all enjoy. So, yeah, FuseboxRadio.com. Give us a dope rating on your um, favorite podcast app of choice. If you dig what we do, that helps us get to more people's ears. And that's about it. DJ Fusion, Fusebox Radio. Alrighty. Peace. DJ Fusion. Just cross over, I put you to spin second.
You are now listening to Fusebox Radio. It's all the same thing. Never had a love quite like you, baby. Like you, baby. It's all the same thing. Never had a love quite like you, baby. Like you, baby. I got a life for your stogie. We can talk along the balcony. And who am I? Sh- you don't know I'm AP. Oh, so future brighter than the fucking hobby. And how your skin so shiny. Body like you got it. Chain smoking. Mouth like you move on a syllable. Damn it, I like it. I think I found wifey. But then again, I could be hiding in the kite stream. I said, I think I'm my wife. You know, blue jumpsuit. Baby blue ratchet. Let's just dance a moment. We've been waiting for the chance to get laced. Is that your ass I'm holding? You know I don't know ya, but I know that you're one in a million. And I know you don't know me from a stranger. I'm just to trust me, baby. But believe me, I got what you need. There's no one like you, baby.
DJ Fusion. Listening to Fusebox Radio DJ Fusion.
You are now listening to Fusebox Radio.
Fusion.
DJ Fusion.
You are now listening to Fusebox Radio.
revolution is gonna be live. Right now, right now, right now. Ladies and gentlemen, you are listening to Fusebox's ADO Show. Over there. You got the music in your body and you can't. Stop playing with your mind. Look, 
I was taught the early bird always catches the worm. And a lesson well taught is a lesson well learned. That's why I'm on the move and everything's alright. And the clothes I need to wear were prepared last night. Cause if I let you get ahead of me, you know you were standing me. But opportunity knocks, I got to be ready. See, he who hesitates is lost. And the price that you pay is called the cost. When they say money maker, they must have met me. To make money in time, you need an M and an E. Cause time is money, and money is time. You might waste yours, but I'm a rockin' mine, so rock
From my hook, I'm in her grassy know the hit just to say I cocked her. Click, click, my hardware's progressive. Sex crime language is leaning on obsessive. The Lord looking down, judging the room needs smudging. But I'm over your stars screaming, the moon ain't nudging. Ain't from Hollis, don't need to tell you who is. But who in here raising hell to be like? A man pedestrious, lacking the Dexter. Murder is lyrical, blood splatter over the texture. We live by that code, not to regret living. Electric guitar sparks and night's gunpowder. The Sabbath ain't black enough to call my bluff, bitch. The kill switch just turns it louder. Just 
Yo, this Rocco Rosanna Tanner. We about to take it there, please, by Shazam. We about to get on down.
Mr. Fusebox Radio Funk Sister. Come on and get down with that.
Hey yo, the nappy grand is in the building.
Yo, the nappy grand is in the building. to the Galactic Funk Zone.
trying to talk to so many people They've got a mind of their own And the power was given to all of us But the way we use it is up to us, you see Radio Punks, come on and get down with that.
Hell, the nappy grand is in the building.
down. It's Fuse Box Radio, you know what I'm saying? Check it, you know what I'm saying? Fuse Box. BlackRadioPack.com, you know what I'm saying? Check that.
I do is gonna be funky.
Ladies and gentlemen, you are listening to Fusebox's ADO Show. Save myself, save myself 
to the Fusebox radio broadcast via iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Podcast Attic, and your other favorite podcast players. Check out the Fusebox radio's official website for our latest episodes, events, and more at FuseboxRadioOnline.com. You can also visit us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Fusebox Radio Show, Twitter at Twitter.com slash Fusebox Radio, and Instagram at Instagram.com slash Fusebox Radio. Feel free to contact us at FuseboxRadio at gmail.com to submit music for airplay consideration, 